Hello, all you creeps, and welcome back to the Horror Motel. We are delighted to have you here in our, well, continually being refurbished motel. We, we add rooms weekly uh, for, for the various guests that we are checking into the hotel. Uh, but I would not be able to run this establishment without the help of my co-host, my new life partner, uh, my, my everything, uh, Bunny Galore. Uh, I love that. I would love to be your life partner. Are you, are you okay with that? I've just sprung that on you. We didn't talk about it. (laughs) I know. I love it. Mm-hmm. We are indeed life partner. We uh, in in death and destruction around us, but uh, life partner and and for Micah obviously from the motel. Uh, so I think it's a heady mix uh, for Micah <laughs> and blood. Uh, that's literally kind of been my entire career. Um, it's great. And Alison, by the way, the weather here has t- taken a turn for the worst. When we uh, just before we start recording, I took my headphones off for a second. I literally thought I'd had a, I had a leak. Uh, coming through the ceiling because it was that loud and I was yeah. like what the hell's that noise oh shit that's running water something's gone wrong and I went oh no it's just rain um, like, that feels like someone's literally put a shower on in a in an it's adjoining it's room rain. it's a lot and it's so much because look yeah we're in the UK yeah it's rainy but because we haven't had that much rain and now all of a sudden the storm's just hitting like mad yes, we're like yes. it's a lot of rain yes. and it's coming down in like Heavy showers and then a stop, and then a heavy yes, shower and exactly then a stop. Yeah. It's like yeah. literally someone's switching the water on and off, on yeah. and off. It's hilarious. Um, not so much when you get caught in it. I so, touch wood. Watch me jinx myself now. Um, I uh, I haven't got caught in it yet, but oh. um, but it is. It's not like it's unusual at this time of year. It's like when the clocks no. went back a few weeks ago, just before Halloween. It was. Um, I know it happens every year. And I've been around a while. Why is it a surprise? Why is it a constant surprise? I think it I must know. be because it suddenly went dark early rather than it kind oh. of builds up to it slowly. You suddenly jump and you're like, oh, you're suddenly a lot darker earlier. Um, yeah. Yes. So there we go. There it's we a go. depressing time of year. What is it now? It's like 4 p.m. and it's probably black outside. If we were to look yes. or well on its way to being yeah. like dark. I, so. I always love this time of year normally because it's, you know, mid-November's my birthday. You've got Halloween, then you've got bonfire night and, and, and things and fireworks. And and then kind of normally with my world, I'm then going off to do pantomime in December. So, it's, you know, you're kind of excited about that. Which I am doing for, again for the first time in like Yay. since 1842. Uh, <laughs> but for the last few years, I think since not doing pantomime, suddenly autumn feels a bit bleak. Isn't that strange? Yeah. It's changed my attitude yeah. towards it. Because um, that was your work time. You're like, it was All right, kind I'm of going getting ready. Is, yeah, it was kind of exciting, and it was kind of you know, it was kind of glamorous, and it was kind of. Uh, which it is again, I suppose. But uh, uh, I, now I have about 17 other plates I'm spending at the same time, where it used to be very yeah. much on and off. I used to be like doing other things, but or I've been along, you know, Wham Bam, the burlesque show I was doing for a very long time was, you know, a constant. Whether now I think I've got so many uh, more individual things going on at the same time. That I'm yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, to the point where I haven't really got round to reading the script yet properly <laughs> like can I need to print it off and read it I can't can you read dialogue you're sent from on screen I can't do that very easily 
No, no, no. Greedy I need to, hog. Because I, I like to, to make notes. My, yeah. my drama teacher background, I like to write mm. on it. I like to put in pause yeah. moments. I like yes. to I like to physically work with my script. Yes. And I need to highlight. Yeah, I need to go to through highlight. my lines and highlight mm. with. And I, yeah, you can do it on your tablet or whatever, but it's not the same. I'm with you. I need paper. Yeah. I, need I need to paper, like... Yeah. Feel it, hold it, yeah. be with I need it. To see yeah. it. I need to like, feel it. I need to mark it. I need to like you know, kind of yeah. The, the marking up of a script, by the way, guys, is is when you kind of would literally you're taking a pencil to the script and kind of yeah changing things or writing things on the, as you probably I'm sure you've seen in in TVs and dramas. Anyone that's listening, but it's uh, it, it, there's something tactile, but it's very hard to do it on a screen. I've tried it a few times. Yeah. I mean, a page of dialogue, okay. Um, sure. But um, if you're filming something, maybe, uh, but uh, not uh, a full script. <laughs> so no, get. no. But we are tobogganing no. towards that time of year. Are you looking forward to Christmas? <laughs> I've got, I've got the one <sighs> friend who literally will send me Christmas stuff from like literally mid October. I'm like, stop it. We need to do Halloween yeah. first at yeah. least. Yeah, you, uh, to me, you need to get through Halloween. Once we're done Halloween, fine. Then we can jump headstrong into Christmas. Because yes. for me, I am going to be going to Canada at the end of November. So technically, right. I'm going to be spending December in Canada, which will be lovely. lovely. But for me, I said to Danny, I go, I want to put our, our tree here. I want to, you know. So yes. I will literally be setting up our Christmas probably oh. in the next week uh, in the house. Oh. Just so I have a bit of Christmas time. In Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I've got one month and then i got to leave and go to yeah. Canada for a month. And then I'll go experience that Christmas. So I'm just going to start to kind of create, put up the lights, because I'm a fairy light girl. Oh, my God. I love fairy lights. I love fairy lights. The more fairy lights, the the better. Yeah, I might do the yeah. same this year. Rather than, I've got a very sad little tree, which is tiny. Um, Aww, in, in I like a little there. tree, though. I, I, I accidentally, I kind of just got the wrong kind of tree, and it was like, oh, it's just too late, really. And uh, I don't know why these messages are coming through on my phone, but there we go. Oh, my laptop. But I bought a uh, black Christmas tree last year. I had always wanted Ooh. a black Christmas tree, so I got a black Christmas tree. Yeah. It just reminded me. I think that's the problem, because I think cheap green trees look cheap. So uh, yeah. what I might do, though, because I was filming uh, for the Christmas special uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, so the Halloween one's gone out. There's a Thanksgiving one, which I think is the end of November. Um, I had to learn a lot about Thanksgiving <laughs> suddenly. And, yeah. and then there's a, a Christmas episode and a New Year's Eve episode for Movie Nightmares, which is the movie hosty show thing I do. But on the on the set of the um, Christmas one, they'd got one of those like white birch tree type, and obviously not fake, fake trees, yeah. with the baubles on the end. And I remember having one like years ago, and I, I, don't, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know if it's still, it's still in the house. But I thought, hey, you know, I might just get one of those again because it's kind of a bit more doable um, in this. Yeah. You know, I don't have a very big flat, so it's kind of, you know, obviously if I had a really big flat, I'd love a big proper Christmas tree. can't believe I'm sure, talking about Christmas sure. in November. but um, It's happening. <laughs> it is. It is happening. And also, uh, let me just double check. So uh, we... Um, we we obviously recall these in advance, and I don't know if this will go out on the uh, on that week. But it's also it's a it's not a big birthday this year, but it's a, I'm turning fifty three in November, so um, 
So it what is, is one your of the... actual birth date? Can it's we know the... this? Are we allowed uh, to know? On the show? Can, uh, well, we'd be able to uh, work out how. Like, sort of you don't have to tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's November sixteenth is my birthday, and um, okay. and it's going to be. Yeah, it always catches me off guard slightly because it's so hard to try to organise anything at this time of year because everybody's kind of <sighs> scampering away yeah. to do shows. When I, Alison, I don't yeah. know when your birthday is. When is yours? Mine's in February, my love. Look at we're doing birthday oh. talk. Oh yes, Mine's we must have February. done it last year. Well, we must have done it this year because we we well also, but darling, we're coming up to almost a year since we started the horror motel. Because I think we started in late December, didn't we? But we the the first episode went out in January, I think. Oh wow. We are so, so yeah, close so to doing a year. So close to doing a year, aren't we? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's I know we wild. had a little break, but like it's like but it's we were pretty consistent up until about uh, August, weren't we? So um Yeah. It's quite a um yeah, I think that's that's that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of horror. That's oh, a lot of blood, that's a lot of gore. a lot of horror. <laughs> and more to come, everyone. More to come. Oh, look at that. God, I can't believe it's been that long. Wow. I love that we started talking about Christmas. Here, Christmas. Okay, so um, uh, my favorite things about Christmas are, A, that I make lots of money because office <laughs> parties of various companies yes. uh, gather together in comedy clubs, uh, and it's a horrible experience. Let me tell you, if you're an office party going to <laughs> take your workmates to a comedy club, yeah. um. Please don't bring the dickhead. Can I, uh, whoever that is in your office, can you not bring them to the Christmas party? Have a separate party for them. I don't, but please don't bring them anymore because it. there's always one in the group. Even if it's a great group, there's always one that you're like, oh, there's Henry ruining it for everyone. So, uh, but I do love watching all these different types of people. It's true. Come out to a, to a comedy show. Some will laugh at some jokes. Some won't laugh at some jokes. Some don't even want to be there. It is a very unique time of year for comedians to see all these office parties come together. And thinking of offices coming together <laughs> brings me to this week's horror film that I am bringing to the Horror Motel. Uh, it is a 2006 British comedy horror film written by James Moran, Doctor Who, directed by Christopher Smith, Creep 2004 and Triangle, and starring Danny Dyer. And Laura Harris and Tim McHenry. McHenry? Do I? Is that how I say it? I always say yeah, it wrong. I think it's Tim McHenry. Yeah. McHenry? Um, yes, it's McHenry. Yeah, I'm sure McHenry. It is. Yes. If I apologize, if I said it wrong, Tim, I'm sorry. Uh, it is the movie Severance. Yeah. Uh, now I forgot about this gem yes. of a film. So did I. I Until just the other forgotten. day, I was thinking about offices and work parties, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh my god, Severance!" Um, <laughs> so this down that route. To, to I know, isn't that awful? <laughs> to Severance. <laughs> Because I was thinking of like office. Uh, anyway, I was thinking about horrors and offices. Anyway, so the film tells a story <laughs> of a group of British and Canadian. Uh, oh. Laura Harris is Canadian, everyone. So oh. uh, I just found that out myself. Right. Okay. So it is a, a film about a group uh, of British and Canadian co-workers who go to a remote mountain forest in Hungary where they become the victims of murderous attacks. 
In this mm. film, a group of office workers uh, who work for the military arms corporation Palisade Defense are stalked by a group of bloodthirsty, psychopathic, masked ex-soldiers while on a corporate team-building retreat in the mountains of Hungary. <laughs> this film is exactly what it says on the tin. You yes. get... Uh, an, uh, what I love, though, is every character in The Office, you really get to know them. They do mm. a great job of character development, right? We've got yeah. your classic characters of Danny Dyer, who's like the druggy stoner kind of, you know, doesn't care. Then we got uh, Tim, who is the office, kind of like the, the manager, the stereotypical manager that you think of that doesn't know anything, is the worst at crowd and, and group morale. Um, and then we have Laura Harris, who is your stereotypical Canadian slash American type girl, who's just trying to get through it all. Uh, and then we have various <laughs> other characters throughout the film. <laughs> yeah, That's it's great. a great film, everyone. Yeah, and and because it, it is, it's trying to get through things. Um, it's Deliverance meets The Office is <laughs> what I want to describe it as. As a yeah. <laughs> Deliverance <laughs> meets The Office is what this oh movie is. God, you didn't think those two movies? <laughs> yeah, really you didn't think they is. could come together, but they can. But they can, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's mayhem. It's so exciting. <laughs> uh, basically, like right out of the gate. They're going to this, you know, mountain retreat. They're watching a video on the bus uh, <laughs> yes. about their company, Palisades. And actually, I loved this little thing. Uh, it's a it's an arms military. They so they make like you know um, uh, military uh, weapons. Yes. And the the actual um, like logo for this imaginary Palisade defense company is a square with a corner cut off of it. Yes. <laughs> Which, Which is basically like cutting the cutting the corners, right? Oh, like they're cheap. I didn't they're not even yeah. get the gag. Yeah. Oh, that is brilliant. Oh, I didn't even yeah. get it. Didn't even get cutting corners. Yeah. That's so good. That is so genius. I have to say, the only uh, you know, I think what makes this really really special is is the cast. I think it could have quite easily been very very mundane movie. If it wasn't for that cast, yeah. it's a very classic. Yeah. Now, whether you're well, because no, most of them are quite sort of established, especially Danny Dyer and, and um, oh, we're going to get his name wrong. Uh, Tim uh, McEmory. Um, yeah, I think that's how you say it. Yeah, I'm sure it is. They, they're kind of quite. I, established. Yeah. I think Toby Stevens is quite established by that point as well. Everybody else, yes, I think yes. either became well known later on, or they've they've done a lot of stuff since. Such a classy cast. Uh, I think that elevates it. The only the only thing I, I thought was a little bit illogical was that they actually that that group of people that work in this office, this this company, don't seem like they would be employed by a uh, a high end no. arms sort of dealing people. No. So I was a bit like they're not they're not the most obvious. That bit didn't really connect. Although they are, they do make a joke. The video they're watching on the bus is very, he's had it filmed with all blonde girls. So it looks very Aryan, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And the reality is actually a lot more, very mundane. And maybe that's the point is that the, the people yeah. working in this office that run this arms deal company is, uh, are very mundane and perhaps they will be, but it, is very mid noughties. It, it's very, yeah. very mid noughties. Absolutely. And, and it's Absolutely. weird to look back yeah. on that now as a, as a time, as a period. Because at the time, I don't think I would have thought it was that out of place. But it's funny how nearly it's 20. Again, scary. 
nearly 20 years. So terrifying. Um, absolutely terrifying. So it's it's odd to look at it and go, oh, that's strange because it is. It's very much of its time uh, where Danny Dyer is this is the young uh, sort of cocky uh, guy in his 20s, I guess. Um, where the you know he's done and great things. And he was things. like the hot guy. He was supposed to be the hot. Yeah. He actually worked out for. Yeah. Te- was it ten weeks? He spent ten weeks toning up in the gym prior to shooting. So yeah, and he looks good. I've always he heard great. of Danny Dyer. Yeah, yeah, and I know you know a little bit about. But so to me, was this one of his like? I don't know if it's his first. One of I his feel earlier like I've seen kind about, of. Yeah, I feel like I've seen about seventy-five Danny Dyer movies from the noughties. <laughs> um, um, and I can't remember in what order or when they come. So uh, the, he is the same in every movie, but he's so charismatic and so likable. He's kind of be, he's almost like what you get with Tommy Steele in the sixties and. Uh, maybe Robert Asquith in the 70s, as in the Confessions movies. Uh, he's kind of like a naughty's version of that, which I always loved because yeah. I thought, like, well, if you want to, um, if you want, if you want the definition of a British young guy, Danny Dyer was that in the noughties. And I think he does it so, yeah. so well. And he's gone on to prove himself, you know, in, in some wonderful stuff on EastEnders. And uh, and I'm sure he'll do a lot more cool stuff as well. So he's kind yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of the everyman of the British cinema. So it's it, it's kind but, of the Stifler character too. Like American, he's like the yes, Stifler of yes, this film. He like he's is like, the Stifler. Oh, yes, totally. Yeah. Yes, yeah. as an American Metaphor, he is the Stifler character. Yes, very much so. He's yeah. kind of the same like that in every film. <laughs> no matter how he, serious. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, he's a, probably a little bit harder. And so, he's a bit more, there's some films where he's probably a little more gangstery, but not much. Gotcha. Uh, okay. <laughs> really not yeah. that much. Because I mean, when I moved here, I hear so much about Danny Dyer, Dyer and I, I've watched some of his stuff, you know, but he strikes me as one, like, he is it, a... You've seen it all. Yeah. <laughs> you've seen yeah. everything. Probably. Yeah. But he doesn't really well. But I enjoyed really him in well. this. He was a... F- yeah. Yeah, he was a fun, likable character. Uh, he was cute. He does the perfect, like, stoner. You know, because that's the thing. He eats mushrooms. He smokes weed in the in the bus, which is why uh, at first there is a, a... This is how it starts, is basically they tick off the bus driver, who is a Hungarian bus driver. And the bus... And they leave them. They abandon them. Uh, because there is a tree in the road, and so they can't go any further, and the bus driver's just annoyed with them because they're smoking weed, and, and the manager's like, go that way, go that way, and so the bus driver's like, no, I'm just going to leave you, so kicks them all out, so they're left to walk to what is supposed to be this, this like, four-star luxury cottage. Yes. They, they get to a cottage. It is not four-star. It is not luxury. <laughs> it's not at all. Um, yes, they get, they get to... It's, uh, it's, it's Oh, it's more of a lodge, isn't it? I suppose, like, what would you... That's very... American term lodge, but in England we call like it a cottage. cottage. Yeah. It's almost like a cottage, is what yeah, it so seems like. Run down like a... place, and it's not where they're supposed to be, obviously. But um, no. I also like Alison the fact. So, oh, by the way, I I'm still a little bit confused if I ever saw this film. I I can't. I feel like I knew it because I remember the characters yeah. and what everyone looked like, but I don't remember the plot at all. At at all. Oh, I love that then. You got to rewatch so, it and be yes. like, oh. So, I, it, so it's the point where I was going, did I just see the trailer? Or did I just see... I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I came in halfway through 
on TV kind of thing and didn't watch the beginning and didn't watch, I might have watched towards the end type of thing. So I think it might yeah. be that. And that's why I don't remember it very yeah. well. So I remember what everyone looked like and the kind of the situation they're in. But I, but it, but it meant I watched it with completely fresh eyes as if I was watching it for the first time. And I love the opening sequence with the two girls and oh. the guy running away from whoever the, you presume for quite a long time it's just one pursuer one kind of serial killer yeah. like a kind of freddie and J- uh, not freddie uh jason and mike myers type of killer and they you know the kind of the two girls are trapped in a, in a hole and the guy's hung upside down and you know he's the first one to get it uh so we're going to talk about uh, you can't talk about that without being a bit spoilery but the fact that uh yeah. so spoilers if you've not seen the film go see it now come back and, uh, uh is the fact that that actually is the end of the movie and you're seeing what is what actually happens uh to three of the characters yeah. uh towards the end um that we haven't met we, i actually we, put that in my notes too that i loved the so opening clever. i agree with you the opening so was so good and we see boobs pretty quick, which is, you yes, know, again, if you're going to have a horror movie. Yeah, a very mid-noughties vibe of that get the, kind Get of, the tats out, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're coming out of the yeah. 90s and you're kind of still going into, what was that? We had a magazine here called Loaded Magazine, which was very like babes and sort of lads, you know, lads mag and with babes on the front type of mm. thing. Uh, so it was. It's very that era. It's kind. I suppose it's kind of the modern version of page. What we had here, a thing called Page Three in the Sun, which was a girl with a top off. I don't know if that still happens. Oh God! Still, I don't still know got... blows my mind that the UK is so reserved. So, and yet they'll still put a girl with her tits out. Like, exactly. what are you do- on page three? Page three. Like... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Crazy, 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 crazy. I call them glamour models. There's nothing yes. glamorous about what you're doing. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I've worked with quite a few. I've worked with quite a few of those girls since. But um, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a strange world. It kind of come, It start, kind of starts in the 60s and 70s, that kind of, um, you know, I think when cinema was dying in the 70s in the UK, they started throwing a lot of sex at the uh, movies, horror particularly, which is why you get things like The Vampire Lovers and, you know, the, the, the later Hammers and even the later Carry On, you know, the, the final Carry On movie, Carry On Emmanuel is a, a Mickey take of a soft porn movie. So, it, it, you know, compared to like Carry On Sergeant in 1958, which is, <laughs> is quite demure in comparison. Well, it's very demure in comparison. So uh, it's funny to see that. And uh, I always think it's satirized the best in American Wealth in London yeah. when they go to the cinema in American Wealth in London and they're showing like a, a porno movie then. Uh, see you next Wednesday, which I never knew was a play on See You Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. <laughs> I, just, I did not know what that was referring to. We must do American Wealth in London at some point because I do love that movie so much. Uh, yeah. we, we, we really should. Um, so uh, so you, you're still getting that in the noughties, obviously. I'm probably still getting it now. Um, but it's it, it felt more blatant <laughs> with hindsight yeah. this time. Yeah. Uh, but the female lead, I think, gets to be strong. And, you know, in, you know I think that's probably... I would say that's probably from Buffy, isn't it? I, th- I think you're seeing a bit of influence of Buffy there, of like, uh, you know, the a strong American girl that kind of can kick ass. So yes. I think that, that's there, yeah. which is a good thing. Um, I thought it's And we actually see brilliant. character development through them. Yes, like you we do, see, which I was not like, expecting. 
Danny Dyer changes, she changes. Because even though there is kind of a tension between them, there isn't, I, I'm, you know, you could really see her being like, oh, whatever. And then yeah. you really see at the end, you know, they're like, okay, we're together. Even though he's, <laughs> again, we end with the with the uh, the ladies of the evening uh, yes. walking him back. It's just, it's such a great ending too. The opening and the ending are, are really phenomenal. Str- like really it's a- strong. Yeah. Really, really yeah. strong. I did yeah. not, I don't remember it being, I think I do perhaps remember the end. In hindsight, I was going, well, I'm pretty sure I kind of remember how this, but I didn't know how they got there. So that's why I probably don't remember the film very well, but it was, I was enjoyed it so much. I've been recommending it to people since I watched it. Cause I was like, this is really yeah. good. Um, really fun. It and is. it's really fun. And it's really, silly i like the fact he's taken some mushrooms at the beginning when they when they've they've kind of been abandoned in the woods so he starts seeing like but you see a they, they're going like, oh, i hope there's no bears and there's a bear that goes past them as they're just wandering past them going well, that's real and he starts see it, it, it's weird because he's obviously seeing people in the woods and you're not quite sure if, but you we as the audience don't see it so we don't know if it's danny die hallucinating or it's what we presume at that point is one killer uh, in the woods watching him because he keeps saying, if someone yeah. was in the woods and it's like, yes, it probably was someone watching him, but, um, and yeah. it escalates a lot. It escalates a hell of a lot. Uh, and this very amazing, quickly. Yeah. Really great direction. The, there's, a, I forgot the name of the character now. He is, uh, la, 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 la. He plays, uh, the sort of the, the doofus character. And the one that oh, ends up with yeah. the, the bit, you, you know, you kind of think, oh, you are literally, you know, you're being set up as the as the geeky sort of cannon fodder. Um, and he's bouncing on. I thought the direction was so clever in the scene. He's bouncing on this uh, on a swimming pool oh, board, yeah. and I thought, you, but I thought, oh, it's going to snap, and he's going to fall in, and there's going to be dead bodies in the in the leaf covered uh, pool. Uh, but it didn't do that. It kept on no. cutting between him bouncing and then another character somewhere else making a loud noise so the loud noise makes you think he, the, it's the board cracking and it would go back to him bouncing and then they, and i think they do it three times you go like, and they still he still didn't fall in and i thought that's so clever yep. that you're doing this yep. fast cutting between him and this um other scenes and you, you think he's going to end up uh, in the pool i thought that was really and then so when he does end up with his leg in a man shop it kind of comes from nowhere uh, things escalate. Oh, they so found great. the bus. Uh, yeah, they try, can't get cell receptions, and two of the characters off. The the, the heroes basically get off, and it's the um, they find the bus abandoned, and the the driver's been slaughtered and, and cut to pieces. So uh, they realise that they're in trouble. They rush back to tell the rest of the group, and that's when they've just been playing paintballing, and the the, the geeky guy gets his <laughs> leg stuck in a man trap, and probably one of the funniest horror in a bear things trap. Seen, a huge. Yes. Yeah, it's huge. And and it's one of the scenes, again, spoiler alert, where I'm going to tell you, it, it that to me is one of the most like ugh, horrific scenes. Yes. Because they Hot open go- the bear trap. They try to get his leg out. It shuts again. They open the bear <laughs> trap, try to get his It shuts again. And it's gruesome. Like, really yeah, I gruesome. was like, oh, God. Oh, God. And really yet gruesome. somehow they make it funny, which I do love about yes. British horror. Like that element of like, yeah, yeah. really good. And then... The bus shows up, okay? So they they get the bus, they come back, they go to get everyone. Now, this I thought was really interesting. So the bus driver is an actor uh, named Sandor Boris, uh, and he is a Hungarian stunt driver. So this was the bus driver that is a stunt driver. So he actually, so in the beginning, he's the actor. And then Mm. when they do the stunt of the bus flipping over, he is the one that drives the bus. So I love this. So. 
Yeah, yeah. So in the DVD feature, uh, Crashing the Coach, uh, the director, Christopher Smith, goes into detail about how the crash scene was staged. And in it, he points out how the Hungarian stunt team were less concerned with the health and safety issues than the British stunt team. <laughs> yeah, the Hungarian stunt teams were like, let's just make it look good. Smith explained that for the crash scene, the stunt coordinator told Boris to drive at 35 miles per hour. Yeah. But Boris, the stunt driver, felt this wouldn't produce a good enough scene. So he hit the stunt ramp at 50 miles per hour, producing a much more spectacular crash than Smith wanted. As it was a one-time only shot, the newly spectacular crash forced a hasty rewriting of the screenplay. As due to the severity of the crash, the characters now needed to be sustainably more injured than was originally planned. So because this guy just was like, no, 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 I'm going to give you a crash. They yeah. had to rewrite the movie real quick because they're like, oh, crap, we can't redo this. Yeah. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? That actually makes so that's a lot of sense was... because I did think it was – when it happens, they, they basically they're, – they're driving along and there's the uh, – there's uh, they, the, the which you still think is one killer – throws one of those spiked things, uh, chains across the road. Yeah. So it punches the, the tires. And I went, oh, okay, they're going to swerve and hit a tree or something. No, no. It literally <laughs> does a somersault, this bus. And it was like, Flips whoa, over that's his... a lot. Because I was like, is everyone going to survive yeah. this? Because then it, it was quite, and it's, it switches <laughs> tonight. And it, they kind of, they wake up in like, and I, I, I hope they hadn't pre-filmed this. Otherwise it'd be really confusing. Um, the uh, one girl wanders off kind of stunned, which I thought was, again, really interesting choices. That she's kind of spaced out because she's in shock and she's you know probably had a head injury. And she yeah, then she wanders yeah. off for quite a while, and then she come starts comes back to reality and goes almost starts to panic, and then she's you know then she gets got. Um, but she everybody, got, yeah. yeah, everybody was. It looked like a nuclear holocaust after that. That was such a big. It was. Yeah, and so they had not anticipated yeah. that. So they had to rewrite the script and be like, oh, my God, okay, you're all very injured now. So I thought that was uh, – I loved that. I loved that, hearing Brilliant. that. Brilliant. Um, Laura Harris, our American-slash-Canadian character – it's Canadian, everyone uh, – <laughs> this is what she said. She had such fun on the set with her fellow cast members. She found – members. She found that she was often in too good of a mood to reach the emotional depths needed for her character <laughs> when it was time for her to shoot – so just prior to filming uh, any sort of emotionally draining scenes, she would listen to dark and depressing music to help her get into oh, yeah. that kind of mood because yeah. she was having so much fun filming yeah. with everyone. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Like, can you imagine filming a horror film where you're like, okay, we have to be, but you're having such a good time yeah. while you're doing it. Yeah. Because it's quite that. draining. To be, it was really you great. Have to, especially for those like you know being chased by a killer type of scenes. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not you're not like you're doing it for half an hour. You're doing it for days and you know in bits. So it's like you've, every time you go back to it, you've got to be. And I'd imagine that would be a fun group to be with because like that is it's a, oh. you know it's a really good such a good cast. Um, it was I, a really yeah. great cast. Yeah. No, I would it love to released. see what happens. Sorry, Alison. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say it was released, I like this too, in Spain as a double feature, oh. uh, 2006. So it was released in Spain as a double feature with Black Sheep. Do you remember Black oh, Sheep? Oh, I love Black Sheep. That's the New Zealand movie. So those movie. two. Is it? Is it the New yeah. Zealand movie? Yes. I have it on yeah. DVD here. Uh, I love yeah. Black Sheep. And that was one of my... I, I, yeah, yeah. I discovered that one by complete accident. Uh, I don't know how I did that, but I... 
<laughs> I need to watch that again because it does, that makes me laugh a lot. And it's quite scary and funny in the same way. That was a delicious double bill. There we go. Uh, Black Sheep and I mean, the how great. I was thinking that. I was like, and those two films are, they complement each other in a yes, weird way. Really like do. it is that same kind of funny horror vibe. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I just thought that was really interesting. I love that it was released as a as a double as a double feature. Yes. Um look this movie I just I gotta say, if you I think if you were not loving your job or annoyed with some people in the office, this is the type of horror movie you might want to watch. It'll give you a little <laughs> chuckle. It'll uh right you can imagine some of your cohorts dying. Um, the manager is so obnoxious. Like, yes. it's just so classic, the characters that you would encounter yeah. in an office. And that's what I loved yeah. about it. Taking the office and putting it in this, like, Deliverus meets the office, this crazy yeah. psychopathic killer. And it is brutal. Like, the, um, there are some gruesome scenes. There are, there are some gory yes. scenes. Some scenes really where you're like, yeah. oh, God. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Great awesome. death scenes. Um, but funny. It, again, yeah. you do giggle. You do yeah. giggle. Yeah. He does do them really well. Tim, yeah. well, we could never pronounce his surname. We? He does a similar boss <laughs> character in Doctor Who in the, uh, in David Tennant's fourth, uh, the fourth season of the revival, series of the revival, uh, which is the Catherine yeah. Tate, David Tennant season, which is they're now returning to with, with the anniversary uh, see, uh, specials in November. Um, so they might be out by the time this comes out, but uh, he plays, he, he's similar sort of corrupt uh, sort of boss of the Ood, which is the ones with the tentacles on their faces, the, yeah. those creatures. And he's delicious in that. So when I saw this, I went, oh, it's very similar. It's very, very, very similar kind of vibe. I was like, I, I would imagine he got the part on Doctor Who because of uh, that particular role on Doctor Who because of this movie, which would have, would have come out about three years beforehand. So, um, yes, great, great. For, I literally can cannot speak highly enough of it. It is slightly yeah. dated in the sense that it, it's... Um, because it's a modern film in my head, but in a way it's not now. Uh, it does have a certain sort of laddie vibe of the mid-noughties. But that's oh, not definitely. a bad thing particularly, but no. it is perhaps... Because um, I think the female lead is, is, is very strong. So I think that kind of makes up for it. It is interesting, though, when we look back on films from around that time, mm. how there was kind of this unspoken like acceptance of toxic masculinity yes. within everything that at the time I wouldn't have even, but now the way we look at things and the way we are educated, you look at it and you're like, Oh wow. I can't believe yeah. we were, <laughs> yeah, that was okay. Yeah. At that, but you know, it, there's something it about was. the early it noughties, like, isn't there? Yeah. There's, it's something, yeah. there's, there's a lot of stuff in the in early noughties that hasn't aged as well as I was expecting it to. No. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this is actually quite, um, shocking now what with me uh, too and everything yeah you know exactly. yeah exactly uh, <laughs> yeah women like, are equals Ooh. anyway uh mm. it's an interesting concept but uh, i would highly i would recommend this movie to anyone look if you're not mm. a super horror film fan i think this would be a good yes. little starter one for yes. you yes yeah. i think you're right it's yeah. not i wouldn't say it is a horror film but it's uh yeah. it's certainly a horror i think I, I put it under horror thriller uh, and with yes. co and a co comedy a comedy sideline to it, um, yeah. But I, yeah, you're right. It's not like a terrifying, like you know, horror horror. Uh, but it is. It's certainly got a lot of. It's certainly a good roller coaster movie, and it's you know it makes you laugh absolutely. Makes you there's jump a lot a of jump scares. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the spider, the scene with the the girl spider, who builds. Yeah, she... Thanks for money. I was going to bring that scene. up. This great scene and great kind of double bluff with that. I thought that was delicious. 
Really、yeah. good. Really, really good. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, where you think the scare is going to come in one place and it、yeah. comes another, where、yeah. you're not really expecting. Yeah. I really like that because it follows all the classic tropes of a horror movie, but it does have a little bit of twist and turn. So it does, yes, it does、yeah. shock you a little bit here and there.、Yeah. So, you know, I just think it's it's your it's it's a nice little beginner. And it, so, if you're、uh, look, if you're listening to this and you're not a horror fan, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> but if you are looking for a movie to bring someone that is not a horror fan into、exactly. the world of horror, <laughs> I would recommend this one. Please expose them to this one. Yes,、yeah. that's a very、yeah. good. In fact, I'm going to get James because one of my friends, James Taylor, he we go and see horror films together now.、Uh, but his partner, one of my best friends, Owen Mallon. Isn't a horror fan, so I might get them to watch this together. Went, oh, this would be quite good、yeah. one to do. That I'm going to do that, Alice. I'm going to recommend they watch it together because I, I think、Absolutely. it's enough、yeah. to kind of go. Oh, it's not scary, scary, but it's it's kind of actiony as well. So like, I think that will be、yeah. fine, and I will report、yeah. back. <laughs> so, well, Please tell me. I would be curious to see what someone who's、yeah. not into horror does think of yeah, this. You know, and、yeah. it's quintessentially British. It's got good yes, British elements、exactly. in it, which I、exactly. I really like. British and Canadian. Uh, so those are our thoughts on the film Severance. But what、mm. I really want to know, Bunny, is <laughs> where in the motel do you want to check in Severance? I'm I'm very curious about this. Where where are we putting this film? So I was thinking,、um, it has it has many locations. This、uh, film, but、uh, out the back of the motel, there is you know a heavy wooded area. And、yes. I know it didn't go down very well with our guests, but we decided to do a bit of outside um, uh, physical um, uh, scenarios where you have those、yeah. uh, tree houses and, and kind of the walkways between the tree houses. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking it needs to be out there in the woods in one of those lookout tree houses, so the the、uh, the baddies with that are stalking our office workers can keep an eye on them. So whenever we get any sort of <laughs> <laughs> What's that horrible phrase they use? Team building. That's it. Team building stuff. Yes.、Uh, if we have anyone coming booking for team building, we can send them into the woods, and they will That's be up. That's a great they will be idea. Up there with the severance team. Of- we'll set up some tents. You guys go build your teams out there, and yeah,、exactly. uh, don't come in the hotel. Yeah, exactly.、Uh, and they will never be seen again. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that. that. That's a great use of wooded space that we have out back that we have not really done a lot with. I I feel that's a perfect place for them all to roam. That's wonderful. Exactly. Oh, one of my favorite deaths I think in this is the、uh, I won't say which character, but it's it, someone steps on a landmine, which of course is one of their own that they produce, and he's not brave enough to take his foot off the landmine to try and kill the baddies that are around him until eventually he does, and then there's about a, like a two second delay before it, so he could have jumped clear after all that. So it's the look of shock and surprise, going, oh, it hasn't gone off, and then bang. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, and it's again、so、Hungarian、uh, stunt team by the looks of it, and special effects team. It goes off so big that you're like, yeah, that's that looked pretty real to me. That looks like it's taken out several trees.、Um. Yeah, the effects are amazing. Like, go see、mm. it because they're real. These were real. Stunt, stunt,、yeah. blown up, flip,、yeah. bus flipping, yeah, and I appreciate、practice. that. Whenever、yeah. I see something、yes. that isn't CGI,、yes. I'm like, "Well done,、yeah. look at that!" So all yeah. physical, yeah. yeah, it's all practical. Great, great stuff. So there we go. <laughs> go, 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 do some team building in the woods with Severance. <laughs> I think that's the way forward. <laughs> 
can our team building just be in a bar with some martinis, please? I, we don't our, need to. Our, we... T- uh, obviously, our team building at the Horror Motel is always in a bar with martinis and probably some go-go boy dancers. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. I would love that. Not even joking. If you would like to join us in the Horror Motel with go-go dancers and martinis, please join us <laughs> next week as uh, as we will be discussing um, a movie that, that Bunny Bunny will be bringing to the hotel. And, That's uh, right. Yes, it is. I can't, yes. It might be a movie, might be TV show. Who knows what it's oh, going to what? be. It'd be very exciting. Because yes. we were talking about that, opening things up a yes. little bit more and yes. more. Yeah. Yes. And if I you think have we any might suggestions of any... Classics. Yeah, yeah, oh, definite classics. But if if there anyone has any suggestions out there of things that you would like us to watch or you would like us to talk about, please let us know. You can get a hold of Bunny Galore on various various social media, yeah, sites. Is that what I say? Sites, sites. <laughs> you can. Me yes, as you well, can. Allison June Smith. Find us on either one of us. Horror Motel. We have our own Insta. Send us messages. We would love to hear from you. Let us know what you think, what you want us to talk about. Um, but the most important thing is, please just keep joining us every week at the Horror Motel. Mm-hmm.